together. An interview series exploring the possibilities of cross-architecture development with those who live it. I'm your host, Nicole Huseman. Just as a carpenter needs tools to build a house, a developer needs tools to write code and programs. This often means relying on other coders to develop tools and building on that foundation. Today, we'll talk to Zhaozhu Meng, a research scientist at Rice University with a focus on tools for developers in high-performance computing, or HPC. With both a master's and PhD in computer science from the University of Wisconsin at Madison, his research interests include binary code analysis and instrumentation, performance analysis, and software security. Great to have you with us, Jiaju. Thanks. Glad to be here. I'd also like to welcome Sujata Tivrewala, Intel's One API Developer Community Manager, back to the program. Thank you, Nicole. Pleasure to be here. So, Jiaju, can you tell us more about what you're doing at Rice University? Sure. I work in the HPC Toolkit project led by the Professor John Menokrami. HPC Toolkit is an integrated stream of tools that analyze and measure performance of programs on computers ranging from desktop systems to supercomputers. Our recent focus is to develop support for applications accelerated by GPUs, including support for the Intel GPUs and its programming models, such as DPC++. Great, thank you, Zhaozhu, for coming here. So just to build upon that point, when you said you are working on tools for developers, right? What does that actually mean? What are they focused on and what are they doing? So software tools are the ones that aim to help application developers understand and identify problems in the applications. So two typical examples are performance profiling tools, which application developer can use to understand where the program is slow or how to make program faster. The other one is debugger where programmer use them to identify chronic issues. Uh, HPT toolkit or where I'm working at is focusing on performance tuning. And so you actually already answered my question, what is important to developers? So you said performance tuning and debugging of the program. Did I get that right? Those are the two things important to developers? Sure, but you know we can definitely expand that a bit more. So, for example, you know I'm focusing on the performance aspect. So, fundamentally, the first issue for developers need to understand is to have a faithful understanding of the execution. Now, that sounds fundamental and easy, but it's not necessarily always the case due to the complicated hardware architecture. You know, instructions are executed out of order. Compilers modify programming dramatically to optimize the code. So when you execute your code, the performance number you get may or may not actually match what your expectation. So there's a lot of things going on underneath that we need to sort of untangle and then present the information in a useful way. That's excellent. So you're talking about the different layers, right? The hardware compiler and then the software itself, right? Yeah. So Performance numbers are mostly measured at the machine code level. That's because, you know, hardware execute machine code. They're not executing source code. So when we collect performance numbers at the machine code level, those are not the level where application developers are familiar with. 
So a key problem for us is how to map the performance numbers from machine code back to a higher level programming language construct. For example, you know, if you write code in TPC++, then you're not going to see machine instructions or those are none that you want to know. You want to have those performance number mapped back to your source lines, loops, understand inline functions, or those language construct that you understand, you're familiar with from a developer perspective. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I mean, being a developer myself, I can't go to the assembly language program development days, right? I love being able to program at C or DPC++ or C++ level. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, one of the other things that I always wonder is, you mentioned hardware, right? So as a tools developer, probably you would have to support a variety of hardware, right? Mm -hmm. So why is it important for the developers and for a tools developer? So in terms of hardware, as a tool developer, we are sort of at a reactionary position where in based on what's the commonly used hardware, we support them. So we are sort of not leading the fashion in terms of that because we want to support some hardware, then application we start to use that. We are sort of to see we're on the other end where some hardware becomes more popular and then there is a desire to have tools and then we sort to support them. And practically it is the case that for them on the CPU side, we have different computing architecture, including x86 power on. On the GPU side, there are GPUs from different vendors. So it's definitely very interesting and a challenging task to support all different kinds of hardware. And for us, it's really just that because different applications, there are different needs. You may only have access to a particular type of machine. So we typically want to support all these different kinds of hardware by building as common functionality as possible and then support the architecture specific things. That's great. So when you're doing that, when you're supporting multiple hardware, is there any wish list for you or like, you know, any limitations or roadblocks that you face? Yeah. So let's focus on the GPU side a little bit because on the CPU side, the core is more well-developed because CPU has a longer history. So on the GPU side, let's say we discuss NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel GPUs. Now, NVIDIA has a longer history in GPU computing. So their hardware has, relatively speaking, most advanced support in terms of performance management on GPU code. What distinguishes that immediate GPU from the other tools are the support for fine-grain measurement. Here, the fine-grain measurement means the capability to measure performance inside kernels, attribute performance to source lines of kernels. Currently, for Intel or AMD GPU, we can only know the performance numbers for a kernel. And with more complex applications, a kernel can be huge. For example, we have seen a kernel that includes hundreds of thousands of source lines. Now, if I tell you that this kernel is slow, you won't really be able to do anything because the kernel is huge. And we would like to have the support from hardware vendors to be able to have this capability of doing fine grain measurements so that application developers can know exactly where their code is slow. So I would say in terms of GPU computing, that will be the 
top most wish list is to have the capability of doing fine grain measurement. That's great. And then like, you know, support from the vendor who's providing the hardware as well, right? That was another thing that you mentioned. Right. Typically, if GPU computing is the hardware vendor that provides the GPU will be responsible for providing the monitoring support in terms of performance management. So is that something that plays into your decision on whether to include a particular hardware or not in the RICE HPC toolkit? Not really. We will try our best, even though we definitely would urge and we constantly engage with vendors to stress the need of being able to have in such fine grain measurement capability. But typically, we won't say, you know, we won't support any particular hardware because of its lacking of certain measurement capability. Typically, if we start to look at a particular type of hardware, it's probably because it has already gained sufficient traction in terms of the field. So you will exist and you will be important regardless of hardware measurement support. That's great. So maybe that's an excellent segue to your one API and level zero support. Can you elaborate on the reasons why you included that support in the HPC toolkit? Sure. So from a administrative perspective is that Intel is going to deliver the X-scale computing supercomputer Aurora, which will equip with Intel GPUs. So as part of the ECP project, ECP HP toolkit will support the performance management for Intel GPUs and its programming models. But besides this administrative reasons, in terms of technique speaking, is that Intel GPU is sort of program using a higher level program model, DPC++, which is based on SQL, which is a extension to C++. Comparing NVIDIA or AMD have, their program models are CUDA and HIP, which are more of a C-style, lower level programming construct. In CUDA or in HIP, you directly say, I want to launch a kernel, I want to do memory allocation. I want to do some synchronizations. Those are the language closer to lower level. On the other hand, for Intel, for DPC++, it's more speaking at a higher level. For example, you want to do have a parallel for loop. You want to do things in parallel. Or maybe even better that you want to create a task graphs, which has some dependencies and then you want to execute them in parallel. So I think the unique distinct characteristics in terms of Intel GPU and its program model is that it's built on top of a more advanced C++. So it provides a higher level programming constructs compared to the other two vendors. Okay, so it's basically because of the difference in the programming paradigm is why you have chosen to include one API and DPC++ support in the RISE HPC toolkit. Right, that's definitely one of the interesting aspects of one API compared to CUDA or HIP, which are the ones from different from the two other vendors. How has been your experience been? So like, you know, both in terms of providing that support and second, and that may be premature and like, you know, feel free to say that is in terms of developers experience with that. So yeah, overall, in terms for one support for one API, it is 
really early. Now, the reason is we started with building with the level zero, which is the lower level interface inside of one API. That actually looks similar to the C language programming model like CUDA or HIP, where you have some kernels, I want to execute them rather than the higher level language such as DPC++. We got some basic support for level zero. So now we can know how much time is spent for each different kernels, what's the time spent for memory copy, what's the time spent for synchronization. But application developers don't write GPU application in, in level zero, they will use DPC++. So there is a natural gap between the data we collected at the level zero level compared to what the application want at a DPC++ level. Our experience is that this is fine if you look at simple program where, for example, you have a parallel four, and then we say, okay, this kernel takes this much of time, and because of the parallel four loop, so the kernel is always the same. So you can make some connection between the performance data and the source code. But what if the application is more complicated, you use task graphs, then we can only know that there are certain dependencies, there are certain synchronization going on at the lower level, but we don't know why there is such a dependency or how to make it better. So those are where we are, and Intel is actually trying to help us by providing some higher level performance management interface, where then will be able to trace or identify the events in terms of those higher level constructs to be able to trace the graphs, to be able to identify the operations associated with the tasks, which task is waiting for which task or which task is being executed. Those information can really be helpful when application developer tries to understand their code. It's still a relatively early phase and we are actively engaged with Intel, looking forward to their higher level interface and then incorporate those newer support to be able to have a higher level performance measurement presentation for application developers. Right now, it's sort of a relatively lower level. You can see some numbers, but there are many layers between the actual numbers and your programming construct. So do you have any advice for others like who are working with one API and DPC++ from a tools developer's standpoint? and also from developer standpoint? I think that my first suggestion, so first of all, let's talk about tools developers. My biggest suggestion would be then, even though we are tool developers, our goal is to develop our tools. It's actually quite important sometimes to put us into the application developers aspect to really use our tool. So uh, numerous times, we had the situation where, okay, we think we get some performance numbers and we are happy about that. We support a new language or new model. We are happy about that. But if we really look at data, if we really thinking from an application developer's perspective, what if we really want to use our data to optimize our program? Then we realize, oh, there are some results that's not really correct. That doesn't make sense. Those sort of thinking, from a developer's perspective, typically can help us identify issues in our own tools. And uh, sometimes it may actually, you know, suggesting that our tools are fine, and then we may actually find real problems, which we can report to application developers. And then that's a win-win for uh, all of us. So I would say, 
this is one of our biggest lessons is that we don't really know our tools are good or not until we put them into use. And even though, you know, we want other people to use our tools, but sometimes we have ourselves as dual developers have to use our own tools. Otherwise, you know, it's just going to be difficult to identify issues. Second, I would say then from an application developer's perspective, even though, you know, I'm not a patient developers, I feel that is definitely because they understanding their program better than anyone else. So sometimes we may feel like some issues, maybe say we want to present performance numbers in particular way, which we think is useful. That may not necessarily be the case for developers. So we definitely benefit from engagement or you know discussion with application developers to talk about what they think, what they can get from our measurement results. So I would say if a patient developer is using someone's software tools, you know, not just HP toolkit, it's always good to get in contact with the tool developers because tool developer would love to hear feedback, would love to know how to improve. And you know, we as tool developers only know that much about different applications. So application developers' feedback is usually quite inspiring to us. Great. So as a tools developer, what are you looking ahead for? What is something that you're looking most forward to? So still focused on the performance aspect, particularly on the GPU side. What we are looking for the most is the capability of doing fine-grained measurement on the GPU code. We are seeing more and more applications that writing kernels contain many lines of code that if you just have a summary results of your applications, that's not really helpful. So we are definitely looking into the fine grain management capabilities appearing in how we run the vendors. Yeah, makes sense with the push to bigger, better, faster. It does make sense that the developer get that fine grain visibility so that they can optimize their programs much better. Zhaoxiu Sajat is such a great discussion. Getting the right tools into the hands of developers is so critical. As we wrap up today, Zhaoxiu, where can listeners go to learn more? So HPC Toolkit is an open source software and it's available on GitHub, the spec software package manager, or you can just go to hpctoolkit.org to understand more about what we do at the Rice University. Great. Thank you. And Sujata, any other resources that our listeners should be aware of and check out? Zhao talked at the Developer Summit, One API Developer Summit in November, along with, I believe, Zhao you have a GitHub code repository for the Rice HPC Toolkit code. Is that right? Actually, Toolkit has is a organizational GitHub account. So yeah, the code is there. So basically, if you just search HPC Toolkit GitHub, that should show up as the first one. Yeah, and there is a DevMesh project also, which actually includes everything. I think we actually have some tutorial done at NERSC National Lab, which we have some videos available talking about how to use HPC Toolkit on YouTube, actually. 
Xiaoju, it's been so great to hear about your work at Rice University and your experiences with One API and Level Zero. And we're looking forward to hearing more in the future about your experiences. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, great to be here. And thanks for having me. And Sujata, always so nice to have you on the program. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for having me. And a big thank you to all of our listeners for joining us. Let's continue the conversation at oneapi.com. 